Is we right. Is we live? Is we we live? We are live. I'm alive. I'm glad to be here. Back in that number. One more again. Okay. For those of you watching us on the YouTube, I'm sure you can notice a very small change right now. Just something very slight. Kind of like Where's Waldo. You might see it. You might not. But we have new headphones. Amen. We have Beats headphones. (laughs) And I just want to say thank you again to my honey bunny because he bought me these headphones and they are rose gold and all of my things are rose gold so if you're looking on youtube you can see my ipad stand is rose gold um my ipad take it out the cover yes show the people it's rose gold yes and my uh, laptop is also rose gold so he pays attention to detail and made sure to get me headphones that match all my things and he loves me, and he invested in me, and yeah, I just had to talk about it. I can't stop smiling. I've been smiling since yesterday. <laughs> well, you know, it's very important for us to, uh, I guess, represent quality, and I like that's what you represent. So, like, oh. I have to. I want us to, you know, represent quality, show quality. We're not, we're not uh, filming a, a ten dollar podcast. We are not shooting a ten dollar yeah, podcast. So we're quality and. We we should we should uh, have those things. So I'm very excited. Shoot, I, you break. talk about the the pink ones, but I like the I got them me some black, black is sleek. So. Them them, yeah. them black is sleek, but this like I'm obsessed with rose gold things. Like all of my electronics are rose gold, and this and is we want to bring y'all the best podcast possible. So yeah, we are. We're, We're the best. podcast is growing, the audience is growing, and. You know, we needed to grow too. So, we, you know, yeah. I ain't investing in these headphones. He invested in the headphones, but it was an investment into us, yes. into our That's podcast. For both of us, so. And ultimately to y'all. So, we're bringing yeah. you all better quality <laughs> podcast episodes. Yes. As you can even see where we're shooting, it looks different. You know what I'm saying? We, yes. we just up. It's growing, Thank it's God. elevating. Yes. We did not introduce ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we did not we did <laughs> we not got, we got into a rant we did so for those of you who this is your first time listening oh welcome to the message 24 message 24 podcast um i am one half of this podcast and i'm lakaya and i am the second half of this great podcast and i am james go by coach james go by daddy james go by oh, t- daddy go by james <laughs> <laughs> this is this is news to me no, nah, I go by Coach James. But yes, we're excited to have y'all <laughs> join in. We're glad to have you here. Um, also, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who responded to our Instagram poll asking for what topics you want to hear us talk about. Um, we want to make sure that we are providing content that you actually want to hear. For real. For so real. Um, we were elated to hear elated. all of the things that. That's turning me on. What's turning you on? Using these sexy words. Elated. Calm down. Sexy. <laughs> Elated is sexy. I like that. Anyway, Oof. we're very happy. <laughs> and <laughs> Daddy James, Big Daddy, please. <laughs> um. So over the next couple of weeks, we'll be rolling out some of those topics. Um. And this week is about one of the topics that we got in. So we are going to be discussing relationship FOMO and 
what it is, the way it presents itself, if we've experienced it, and then how to navigate that. So we have a lot of things on this outline, so we will hope and pray that we get to everything. We're going to get through everything. This is going to be a long episode probably, but you know what I'm saying? If you at work, you got something to listen to. If you cooking, you got something to listen to. If you clean up, you got something to listen to. If you working out, you got something to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I can't talk real fast. I get get tongue-tied. Tongue-twistified. What's the one? Uh, how many will woodchuck chuck could woodchuck could chuck chuck a chug? No, chuglet. Wait, what's that thing we was trying to do? Pinky. Yeah, it was like pointer switch. Oh shit, I forgot about that. So it's this it's this man on TikTok who does like these things to like expand. If y'all are looking on YouTube, you can see what we're doing. If you want to see what we're doing, head over to our Message 24 YouTube channel. But it's this man on TikTok, and he teaches you how to do things to keep your brain sharp. And the first time I tried to do this, I almost, like, gave myself, like, a, a stroke or something because I just was focused on it so hard. So what was it? It was it pinky. Was, you put your pinky out first. And then your pointer. And then you pointer switch at the same time. Them. See? Switch them. Oh, I can do it now because I didn't try it. And switch then you them. switch, switch both them. back and switch forth them. between hands. The first time I was doing this, I was putting my thumb up, my everything up. So if you are listening to us and you're at work or you just at the crib and you're chilling, try that. So put your pinky up, put your pointer finger up, and switch, switch, yes, switch, between hands. switch. And you have to do it on. Yes. Just on command. On, just at switch, switch, sure. switch, switch. Do it. I'm going to tell you, it got so bad, I started moving my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I moved my neck and wasn't moving none of my fingers. I said, this is... This you is tweaking. A, when I put yeah. my thumb up, I said, you know what? I've yeah, had enough. I put my middle finger up. And, it's, and now I can do it very finger. easily, but he got a bunch of them up there, and they all like are, are, are good, I guess. So, anyway, let's jump into um, FOMO. So, you want to tell the people what FOMO stands for? Yes, FOMO stands for fear of missing out. Yes. Fear of missing out. So um, there are a bunch of different types of FOMO. So, of course, you can experience FOMO in a relationship. You Mm -hmm. can experience FOMO as a single person. Um, Lifestyle FOMO. Yes. Uh, Child FOMO. FOMO. Child FOMO. Work FOMO. Yeah. If travel FOMO. Oh, what's the, what happened with uh, Dogecoin? Everybody was oh the, crypto FOMO crypto FOMO <laughs> yep so. boy them niggas who was investing in uh Bitcoin twelve years ago them niggas is <laughs> up right now I just them niggas are up <laughs> oh my god but there are several several types of FOMO so the types of FOMO that we will probably touch on will be relationship FOMO um, being single FOMO and then um, maybe some business career FOMO we'll see where that where we That's go. Fun where we go with this um so should i jump into the types of fomo first yeah you can kind of uh, start with the types of fomo and then we go for there okay so like i said there are several different types of fomo so if you are experiencing any of these things you probably are having fomo and you just didn't know it yeah and that's the crazy thing like you want to it's some things that you're going through that you don't even know you're going through. Yeah. And once you hear somebody mention it, you're like, oh, shit. This, <laughs> this is what thing. this is. This is a thing. Yeah. So um, I'm going to list five examples of FOMO. They're all different. So number one, um, you might be experiencing FOMO if you have anxiety when your partner does something without you. If they're going somewhere, you're not invited. 
and you anxious about that, you might be experiencing some FOMO. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, you take pictures of every single thing that you do. This is kind of, it's not necessarily a relationship FOMO, but it's just like a life in general FOMO, I think. Like you are so afraid that you're going to forget this moment. Like you just want to capture everything instead of just like being present and being there and enjoying the moment. Okay. That's number two. Um, and as you're saying these, I'm learning. Oh, okay, so. cool. cool. <laughs> not you ain't looking. <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking notes as you. As you I mean, uh, I definitely, I've experienced these. all, not all of them. I don't think I ever get anxiety when you do stuff without me. Like we're our own people. So I don't think I get. Yeah. I don't, I haven't, I haven't gotten that, that no. anxiety, but, um, but I have at one point. So not with us. Yes. Oh, okay. Just like in general. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. So number three, you don't like to be by yourself. You would rather be with other people cause you think, you oh, I'm missing something. So that's another example. Yep. Um, number four is you are on social media a lot. If you are someone who sits on social media a lot, looking at what other people are doing, how they, what they drive and what they wearing, what they eating, what they, uh, where they going, what they, what they work is, not who, who they hunching on too, technically. That's yeah, a form of FOMO. Oh, it's people waiting to see a, a, a somebody post they boo or bay. They they just lurking and waiting. No, to see it's that. some people waiting for you to not post yeah. to stop posting, yeah. and then they oh that too <laughs> creeping on in there, yeah. waiting to see the photos archived. Yeah, some um, people just like drama does. So they they live for it. Um, and then number five is you are unhappy with your relationship and you don't know why. That's another form of FOMO. Whoa. Which is a huge like Whoa. relationship FOMO. Say that again. <laughs> You're unhappy with your relationship and don't know why. Yes. Type of relationship Whoa. FOMO. All right. So now that we all know what FOMO is, um, would you like to share any experience that you've had with FOMO, whether in a relationship, whether when you were single, whether with your friends? Um, and yeah, we'll just go from there. So your environment. I'm big on your environment controls uh, how much FOMO you have. Mm -hmm. So I'll give this example. I'm I'm always challenged with FOMO even in our relationship. As we're shooting this podcast, there is a pool party that a lot of my line brothers are going to today. Um, Baby, you could have went. Can you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't even know that. Okay, go ahead. and this is something that's been talked about, and the thing about it is, is they're posting about it, and it's cool. Um, not to say I'm having a type of FOMO about it, but at the same time, we're building something. We're shooting a podcast. We know that we want to shoot a podcast. We know that we want to spend time together. And so, um, yes, it, your environment controls that. So if you're hanging around people who are constantly having parties, having, mm-hmm. are they single, um, and that's your environment, then you may be like, it, it's crazy though how it works because the people who are posting on social media who are um, showing that they're having such a lit time, mm-hmm. that they're outside, whatever that means. You know, that's um, what I mean. After, they're, they're wishing, they're there at that event wishing that they had a significant other. Mm. So, if you really think about that, those people are wishing they had a significant other. And then the people who are at those functions, they're talking to you like, hey, you need to be with us. 
because this is where it's at pretty much like Mm -hmm. this is the environment like you you cuffed up and uh you know with your one person Mm -hmm. while we got all the hoes or we (laughs) we we have everything that um you know it makes a lit life so to them yes so it's it's kind of like playing off of each other Mm -hmm. um and i i think this is why gratitude is so important yeah and uh appreciating what you're doing and where you're at because if you're always having this fear of missing out you're gonna be running here running there and just generally unhappy yeah um so yes to answer your question fomo presents itself every single day to me does it challenge me not really because i just feel like i'm in tune with what i want to do yeah and who i want to who i want to be with and who Mm -hmm. i want to spend my time with and what just my everyday life i guess but yeah fomo presents itself to me every single day like it's crazy definitely and and i i would say it's because of the environment who who is in my circle Mm -hmm. um so i understand um what about for you i think I experienced FOMO a lot, um, not necessarily with in our relationship. Um, I do think when we first started dating, I I did have FOMO a little bit when we when we first got into a relationship. From, um, I missed, not missed, but and you know we'll talk more about that in the center delete segment anyway, but. When I was single, it is just like I didn't have to be responsible for nobody else. Like it was just me. So like I could just like go out and do what I want to do and I would be places and I didn't have to pay for shit because I just was smiling at somebody. You just go out to the homegirls, you just smiling at somebody's face and you don't have to pay for nothing. Like it's just that easy. And I think Must when be I nice. Hmm? I don't I don't think for males, we can. Oh no, definitely yeah, not. Really like I mean, you know, it might be some girls trying perks, to trick off on ain't. niggas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But <laughs> niggas is easy to, you know what I'm saying? But and I think when we first started dating, I was like, like, why am I saying like so much? Jesus, I can't go out and do that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, if my homegirls are single and we want to go out, we can go out. But I can't be with you smiling in somebody's face. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I, right. like I can't do that. Then I started to wonder, well, like, are people going to invite me to go places? Because just because I'm in a relationship, like, I'm still me. There are just mm-hmm. certain things that I will not do anymore because I'm not going to disrespect you or disrespect our relationship or ultimately ultimately myself. Right. Um, so I think I had a little bit of that when we first started dating. Um, but I think outside of that, I experienced FOMO, like, with... I've talked about this a few times on the pod already, but like with my career and um, like not having kids right now, like I I think I talked about that last week. Like I have Mm -hmm. like this deep down fear of having this beautiful career and then maybe not being able to um, have a family because I, you know, we wait so long. Mm -hmm. And I also have this fear of like, again, most people my age are done with school. They are in their fields. They are in tax brackets they want to be in there. They can move differently than I can move because I'm still in school and I will be for a little bit. So I have this fear of like, damn, like my 20s are, I haven't spent my whole 20s in college. Like right. when I get this degree, I would have been in school 10 years to be a doctor. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I think that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, I, I experienced that. And it's something 
even though I know my path is my path and this is for me and it's not for anybody else, it is still hard sometimes. And I have to just practice gratitude and just to be thankful for where I'm at and remember that I am living in a prayer, um, a prayer I prayed, a prayer my ancestors prayed, you know, whatever. But it's just, it's hard sometimes. So I definitely, I experience that a lot, um, gotcha. unfortunately. So, And there's, when you were mentioning that, you know, you wish you were able to, or were in school for so long mm-hmm. or whatever it might have been, it kind of brought me to the other side of FOMO, which is kind of the very opposite. So it's, I think it's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm not afraid of missing out on the opportunities like that present themselves mm-hmm. at this moment. I I have the total opposite where I fear missing out on my future. Mm. So there's like a fear of missing out on the present, which is what a lot of people are in. Yeah. But both of them can be unhealthy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I'm realizing as I'm speaking right now. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you're doing so much um, for the future that you don't take any time for the present. And so yeah. that can be, but that can be not by you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> either way, it's not healthy. Yeah. Um, and we will talk about being present in one of the ways to deal with FOMO. Um, but we can also talk about, we talked a little bit about relationship FOMO. Um, you shared the things that you've had. Um, we've talked about the different types. I think there's one that we didn't touch on um, that I feel like some people really go through in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, being unhappy with the relationship that you're in with somebody, but you don't know why. I haven't experienced that. That's not something we've experienced, but I do think that's a really, like, that's a real reality for a lot of people. Yes. Um, I would agree with you on that. It, there's a bunch of reasons I mean, for that. And yeah. I think we might've mentioned this in a previous episode, but I think social media can be one of the main reasons of why you feel maybe you should be receiving something. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this, uh, someone I was following their, uh, significant other was buying them. Like it was at least six hundred, seven hundred dollars worth of stuff mm-hmm. just, and they were like, this is just because yeah. it was kind of a just because type thing. Yeah. And me seeing that as a male, I could be like, well, dang, this is what. I need to be doing or I'm mm-hmm. not living up to standards or mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, and from your standpoint, maybe you, you might be seeing like, Hey, since I'm not receiving this, uh, you know, I'm unhappy yeah. because this is what the norm should be. Mm-hmm. And since everyone else is receiving <laughs> this, then I should be receiving this. So I think social media has a, uh, well, plays a, I think it a plays part. a huge part. I think there's and a difference between, I'm sorry, did I need to cut you off? No, I, I'm I was done. I'm not speaking I was, over people. I was given a, a oh, I took like a, <laughs> a gasp debris. there. Yes. Um, I think there's a difference. Like, if you're just unhappy with somebody because y'all relationship just isn't working, I think that's different than FOMO. But I do think social media contributes to a lot of relationship FOMO that people have. Um, and I know we talked about this before where 
again, if you're on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you at, and you're seeing the things that other people are doing for their significant others, others, and you have someone who you love, you're happy with, like you adore them, your relationship is great, and then you see what other people are doing for their significant other, and you're like, well, does this person love me because they're not doing that, um, that sort of thing. And, you know, I also said before, it is unrealistic to expect those types of things from people if we're not there yet in life. Right. And I also am someone who I'm never going to ask somebody for something I can't do for myself. So I'm not going to be asking for someone to buy me thousands of dollars worth of things if I can't in return do that for you. Um, So I think people just need to be a little more realistic. Granted, we all should feel like we deserve nice things if Mm -hmm. we want them. But you need to be realistic about where you are in life, where your partner is in life. And if those are things you want to be doing for each other, y'all need to be putting a plan in place so that y'all have the finances to do so and the freedom to do so. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think um, social media plays into that a lot. A lot of people are comparing comparing their relationships to fucking celebrities. Y'all don't even know these people in real life. (laughs) And and that is, that's a... A great point. Like I was watching the X X X Tension. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, um, and his documentary. Like he was going viral. He was doing a lot of things, and I like, I liked a lot of his, uh, like just music in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they showed in the documentary was is he was, you know, he had a girlfriend during mm-hmm. this time, and what people may have perceived. I'm not saying that people perceived this or they didn't but Mm -hmm. while he was posting her on social media it could have been plenty of women like dang I wish that I was in her shoes Mm -hmm. you know I wish that I had a man who was going viral and making all this money yeah um when from uh the reports he was he had he was massive he was hitting her abusing her um and so you you don't you don't know you may not want to trade places with these people. We don't know um, them. Yes, <laughs> you you definitely don't know them. So um, that that was an interesting point. And then another thing you said was it was something about. It sounded like you said people are defining what love is by what they see on social media. They are, and that is that's a red flag. <laughs> I thought I had to sneeze. I'm okay. sorry. But yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It went away. Anytime I like am about to sneeze, and I think I'm about to sneeze, I never sneeze. No, that's what happened. I caught myself, and I was like, "Oh damn, I messed up now. I'm not gonna happen. I'm sorry." That's funny, but yeah, um, love or defining love by social media is is a red flag. And if if you feel like you're doing this, or if you're struggling with this, then um, it's probably time to take a second from social media. Yes. And, realign yourself with what you're define what you define love as yeah because you don't know these people like you you don't know these people in real life you don't know what they're doing so what you see a millionaire doing for their wife is probably gonna look different you know than someone who makes like eighty thousand dollars a year which is good money if we being real especially you don't have no kids like eighty thousand dollars a year well depending on where you live at because <laughs> yeah. if you live like in LA or New York or somewhere, eighty thousand dollars is only gonna go so far. But if you live in there like North Carolina, 
maybe Georgia, yep. South Carolina, even Texas. Like you could live a comfortable life if you made that money, especially right. if you don't have any kids. Um, but you're comparing apples and oranges at that point. Like something a millionaire is gonna do, it's just totally different. 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 Yeah. Lifestyle. So. That that social media that relationship goal shit is like, please. Even people even people say that about us. They're like y'all are relationship goals. Like I want what y'all have, and we do have a beautiful relationship. Right. But I want everybody to have the type of love that they deserve. Right. That is tailor made and created for them. Right. What we have is for us. You right. know what I'm saying? And. I don't think anybody should necessarily completely model their relationship after ours because it might not work for you. It just because it, you know what I'm saying? It works for us because of who we are. So you need to create a relationship for what you want and what you need and what your partner wants and what your partner needs. But I don't think anybody necessarily needs to be like. That's goals. That's go- like, that's who you aspire to be because at the end of the day we're just all people (laughs) and and i'll think about if you see the good think about some of the bad too like sometimes when you look at things you only see like the glamour and the yeah the good thing or what you think is good but if you really think about just think about our day today we discussed that we wanted to um it would have been nice for us to just chill at the pool today right yeah and there's probably a lot of people chilling at the pool today. Yeah, I'm sure. But we is. decided to shoot a podcast. So, is that happiness to me? It it's, it me makes it us happy. Yeah, and we know that we're trying to build something. But is that what everybody wants? No, probably not. Taking up their time. No, to and be doing that. So you coming off of working like forty, fifty hours this week. Yeah. I have worked forty hours in the past four days. This is right. actually. Might be, yes, it's been 40 hours in the past four days. So we're doing all of that and then still coming and doing this. This does not work for everybody. What we have um, doesn't work for everyone. So I just say that, like, get off the socials. Don't necessarily model your relationship after someone else, especially someone you don't know in real life. Take that time that you're spending to look at somebody else's relationship and look at your partner. Mm-hmm. Take take all them details and everything you notice in, and just sit and use it to look at your partner and observe what who they are, what they like, yes, what they don't like. If you just take that amount of time, like we spend we spend a lot of time on social media, yeah, like a whole lot of time. So if you, you check just, them, if you cut social media out and just really focus on your partner, you'll you'll learn you'll learn a whole lot about that person I agree so I think we should also talk about being single and having FOMO before we even talk about ways to navigate FOMO um I'll let you go first I have lots of thoughts on this you said like being single and having FOMO and then having FOMO being single and having relationship FOMO though huh I can see that uh, and we can go back to uh, being at uh, parties are a big one mm-hmm. for FOMO because n- normally you're like, dang, like, let's say the night <laughs> doesn't go the way you expect <laughs> it to. And the person you text or whatever, they don't end up being at your place mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. 
like you're having FOMO and wishing that you had somebody to cuddle up with mm-hmm. and talk to yeah. at the end of the night. Yeah. So I can see that. And then like some people just want peace and they just want a partner yeah. bad. <laughs> but but I guess things don't really happen the way that they think they should mm-hmm. and and I in a relationship and there's this uh some people just want to be in relationships so bad. Yeah. Um, and I won't speak on <laughs> speak on a, a certain situation, but yeah, I, I'll just say um, pe- I, I've seen where people have had uh, relationship FOMO when they're single. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if other than I guess at parties I didn't really. I'm sure you'll bring up something that I may trigger maybe a trigger moment. But I mean. I, from what I'm thinking of, yeah. I mean, I have been in a relationship for almost two years, so I can't. It's different. <laughs> I know yeah. for a fact I had relationship FOMO. I used to be somebody who wanted to be in a relationship so bad. Oh, so I was you was the person I was just talking about. Yes, I used to want to be in a relationship so bad, but I wanted to be in one for all the wrong reasons. Like, yeah. I wanted to be in a relationship just to say I had somebody, and to be able to show this person off on social media and to just be able to like shit on all the niggas who did me wrong like that's what i that's why i wanted to be not with you but am i that person (laughs) no 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 no, no. this was this was prior to even meeting you um and and i wanted to be in one so bad and it wasn't until i was dealing with all of these different people and it wasn't working out i just had to sit with myself and be like okay why do you really want to be with somebody? And I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So once I realized I don't even know why I want to be in a relationship, I stopped dating. Like I just took time for me and I was like, I need to get to the root of myself. I need to get to the root of why do I feel like my worth is tied to me being in a successful relationship? Like why do mm-hmm. I feel like my worth is tied to having a man? I had to get to the bottom of all of that. And then once I figured that out, I had to figure out, okay, why do I want to be in a relationship? How does this benefit me? Um, what do I want from a relationship? What do I want from a partner? What do I, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to right. ask myself those types of questions, but I get it. I, 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 I sympathize with everybody who is out here and they want somebody because I think, I mean, as humans, we're not designed to be alone. Like we were not created to be by ourselves. Right. Like it's a, it's Navigate a innate human desire to crave, to have someone whether it's a romantic relationship or like a you know a platonic like a friendship relationship you know we as people crave that and I don't think anybody should feel bad for wanting that but a lot of people have that relationship FOMO when they're single because they feel like they're they're missing out on something um and I, I would just encourage people who are single and who want to be in a relationship ask yourself why do you why why do you want to be in a relationship why once you figure that out if you can figure it out, then you can ask yourself, okay, well, what do I want my relationship to look like? Right. What do I want out of my partner? That sort of thing. Um, but don't just get into a relationship because it looks good. Yeah. Relationships are a lot of fucking work. And I do not mean that. I mean that in the best way possible, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, being in a relationship can be uncomfortable because you are no longer thinking about just you. You are now responsible for taking into account someone else's feelings. 
Um, and I always say like with you, I, I treat your heart like it's my own. I treat you like how I want to be treated. And even better than I've, I've treated myself sometimes <laughs> because of therapy, my therapist told me we have to start treating ourselves like we would treat our children. It's called parent. Like I think it's called parenting ourselves. Mm-hmm. So you have to be nice and kind to yourself the way that you would want to be to a child. And sometimes I can be nicer to you than I am to my own self. Gotcha. So that's just something, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't lost my train of thought that you, that is a through. part of, uncomfortableness in a relationship is what I was trying to say. Um, so it's a lot of work and I, I don't, I'm not saying that to persuade anybody to not want to be in a relationship because that's what you want. That's what you want. But I'm just saying want it for the right reasons, because if you don't want it for the right reasons, it's not going to last long. It's not going to be healthy. It's good. You're going to be unhappy. Your partner's probably going to be unhappy. So just know what you want, who you are, who you want to be and what you want in a partner mm-hmm. would be um, my advice for single people who are experiencing FOMO and do not attribute your worth to whether or not you can be in a relationship. Um, it's your, your self-worth shouldn't be rooted in that is you, what I'm getting at. You made an interesting point. What I see. You said something about when you looked at yourself mm-hmm. looked inward and I think looking inward is very very important for you begin to before you get into a relationship yeah look at yourself mm-hmm. take some time for yourself know what you want because like it it honestly doesn't really make a lot of sense if you don't know what you want <laughs> it makes and, no sense and you literally. don't you don't know what you want and you don't know uh and your partner doesn't know what they want. So y'all just get into something. And just know nothing. And nobody knows nothing. And then <laughs> it takes a year to figure out that mm-hmm. uh, now you know what you want. Which, yeah. I mean, at least you figured it out. But you could save yourself a lot of wasted time by just um, looking at yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, asking yourself, hey, what do I like in it? And I I. I I'm kind of just throwing that out there like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But sometimes you actually learn stuff about yourself in that relationship. Too. You do. But some of the basics, like, you know, if you like a clean person or a not so clean person, mm-hmm. you know, if you like somebody who loves to be out, loves to uh, always be at parties or mm-hmm. having people over yeah. and that type of environment versus a person who is chill and quiet. Like some of the basics, you know, what you, you like, you know, if you want somebody uh, with long hair versus mm-hmm. somebody that's uh, bald or whatever, like some stuff you I, I know that that stuff varies sometimes. Yeah, it does. But it is. you kind of know what you what you're attracted to and what you like. So. Yeah, you do. Um, um, I also would say this: <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of people I have been asked, um, like how, not how, like kind of how to manifest a a man the way I manifested you and that's what it was like I had to look at myself I had to ask myself these questions but I also remember I did this and it's funny because I just finished reading Finding Me by Viola Davis and she literally prayed for her husband she said I want a big black man from the south who used to play football who was married before me who has kids so he don't pressure me to have kids she got all of that and I remember 
after I had done all of this work, and I'm still working on myself, I'm, I'm still a work in progress every day. I figured out, you know, who I was, what I wanted. I remember I wrote a list and I said, these are all of the qualities I want in a man. And mm-hmm. very, I don't, I think like maybe two of them were looks. Everything else was, <laughs> God, I needed, you to, I, needed, I needed them to be attractive and I needed them to be tall. And those are the only two looks things I put down. But everything else, I remember just writing out a very detailed list of qualities I wanted in a partner, the things I wanted them to want, and this, that, and the third. And at the end of it, I just said, like, God, I just want somebody who is tailor-made for me, like who is custom for me. And then I just, I just would pray about it. I wrote it, left it, and a few months later, I met you. <laughs> now, I'm not saying – I mean, pray. Prayer works, so I let me not not say that prayer definitely works. But I think it took me. I had to. You can't just jump ahead. Like you need to kind of start with you first, then work your way up to That's what you anything. want. That's how anything works. Yes, you can't just jump to step five if you ain't done one through four. Like mm. that's not how it works. So mm. that's my advice for anybody who you know wants to be in a relationship. That's how that's how it happened for me. Again, it might not work. We are not experts. <laughs> well, I will agree with you for uh, about the the praying mm-hmm. for the person. Um, there was this lady named Miss K. I'm not gonna say a whole name. Yeah, we gonna keep, but keep it cute. Um, we was always we would always be in uh, church on the fourth Sunday of the month for uh, this youth uh, union, mm-hmm. and she would always say, "Pray for your mate," and she would say it every single fourth Sunday. And at all the meetings, she was like, pray for your mate. Don't don't go out here trying to force nothing. Mm-hmm. She said, pray, you need to be praying for your mate every yeah. single day. And so mm-hmm. I thought that was, um, when you mentioned that, it rung a bell. Yeah. She would always say that. So. Yeah, you, I mean, I'm not going to get super religious. I'm going I'm to keep it, <laughs> I'm going to keep it very, very light. But I would, if you are someone who prays, I recommend praying to whatever higher power that you associate with for those things um, is, is something that I would do. Um, It just, I think it just reinforces that this is what you want. And I ultimately, I think it gives you something to have faith in. Like if you don't have faith, you don't have nothing. Like if you're just out here and you don't feel like you're ever going to find somebody, you might not, but you just have to have a positive. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You have to have a positive attitude Ooh, I also heard something the other day that people have all of these qualities and attributes they want in a partner, but then they have to look at the dating pool of who was even available that checks off all of those boxes. They were saying uh, it was it was a dating expert, actually. And she was saying how a lot of women want a man who was like over six foot and makes a million dollars and he's black. That's like 1% of the population. And it's a whole bunch of women that want that same thing. So you really, that's what I'm saying. When you find a partner, you really got to sit down and think, okay, what do I want? What am I willing to be compromised on? on? (laughs) That's another thing. There is, there is no, you've said this. There's no such thing as a perfect person. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing as a, as a perfect person. Um, we need to get that uh, copyrighted. I'm sure it already is. Yeah. I'm sure somebody already got us. But 
There, there's not. So you can create this list. And while they might meet everything, they might not meet some things. But you have to figure out, okay, what am I willing to compromise on? What am I not willing to compromise on? I moved my, my mouth from the mic, so hopefully y'all heard it last part. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all I got for a single FOMO and relationship FOMO right now. That was good. Um, all right, you want to move into how to deal with FOMO? I'll let you, you can do like the, yeah, do you can do them all, whatever. Okay, so there uh, is a list um, that you've came up with. I mean, um, I can read it, baby, uh, but I just was saying like. No, it's fine, it's okay. fine. Uh, so there's five types of ways that you can deal with FOMO. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is therapy. Uh, the second one is figuring out exactly what you want. Um, the third one is practicing, uh, practice grounding uh, and being present, slowing down. Uh, fourth one is uh, get off of Instagram. And the fifth one is make your own choices. So are good. These are great. Um, I'm a huge advocate for therapy, single, relationship, whomever, go to therapy. That's number one. Again, we already, we talked about it a lot, figured out exactly what you want. Yep. Um, practicing being present. You talked about like having this fear of the future, just being where you are right now. It's okay to think about the future, but you also got to think about the right now because the right now determines the future ultimately. Right. So, and that's for me too, with the whole feeling like, my life is passing me by and I'm in school and everybody else is doing what they want to do. I have to remind myself to be here. I have to just be where I'm at right now. And, and don't be so not, not you, but I'm Mm -hmm. just saying, don't be so stubborn that you are not willing to give in some, like no matter how, uh, and I'm, I'm just saying this for myself too, because it's something that I'm really struggling with. No matter how successful you want to be or how driven you are, um, you still need to take some time and if and enjoy the moment. And if someone wants to share um, their love with you or their time with you, mm-hmm. um, being willing and open to taking that time out with that person because you grind, grind, grind. Um, and next thing you know, you're 40, 50 years old and those people have some you've lost some people mm-hmm. during those times um those times they may not be available to uh give you that effort energy um things change so definitely being present and i was watching this tiktok and the guy he was like yeah man i'm planning to retire early every time um every time the guy would ask hey do you want to go out with us he'd mm-hmm. be like no i'm in my zone, planning to retire early. So he retires at, let's say, 35. Jeez. And as he retires, he calls back that same friend. It's like, hey, you want to hang out? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, at 35, because, of course, he's retired now. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, man, I maybe we could do lunch. Maybe I got a kid and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'm taking care of him. Yeah. We're trying to build our family. Like, it's that time you've missed that time frame yeah to do those things right so um yeah that's for the the people who literally are 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 in grind mode Um, take some time take some time i agree i agree 
Um, all right, so we can move into our center delete. We already answered the second center delete, <laughs> which uh, is what advice would you give someone interested in being in a relationship? We've already touched on that. <laughs> so we have uh, one other yeah, center delete. Um, so was the transition from sing- being single to being in a relationship difficult? And why? <laughs> This is a trick question. This is gonna put me in the doghouse. It ain't gonna put you. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I say is gonna put me ah, in the baby. We no, it's easy. Um, nothing ever happened, and you know we're good. That's gonna put you in the doghouse. <laughs> the lying, the lying. <laughs> Was it difficult? Keep it a stick. Was it? Di- yes, yes. The transition was difficult. Um, I think we kind of mentioned this. Well, we're always throwing, uh, throwing our thoughts around, but, um, it was something that you said about being, worrying about another person or, uh, you know, making sure that you're checking on that other person Mm -hmm. and everything that you're doing is kind of with that other person per se. Um, the decisions you make is alongside that person. So that was probably the most, that was probably the most difficult thing for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Is just, I'm so self, I don't know what to call it. I'm self-driven, self, I do everything about myself. I'm a do-it-yourself type of person. You're hyper-independent. Yes. As am I. Yes. Um, so, when it comes to making sure I'm checking in with you, I knew that I wanted a relationship and mm-hmm. I knew I wanted a relationship with you. But I think when it came to um, the necessary, like, some things that go in the relationship as far as proper communication. We had some things where (laughs) we just needed to make sure that we were on the same page on things. And that, that was something in the relationship that challenged me. Um, Me I struggle with, I struggle with communication. I'm not the best with communication. Since I'm a do it yourself type of person. I'm by myself a lot. I do a lot of stuff by myself. Mm -hmm. So, I just talk to myself about it if I yeah. pretty much. But I have you know, I have my people, but at the same time, like yeah, like that was that was tough for me. So communication, um be- becoming selfless, mm-hmm. that that transition is is literally happening as as we're as, as we're we speaking. Speak. <laughs> yes. As we speak into the um, microphone. Yeah. Um so I I agree it was it was hard. Um, All right, now you about to get put in the the poon house. <laughs> you gonna want to be in the poon house with me, so I'm not concerned. <laughs> Just like when you were sick, baby, please, can I please? <laughs> gave me damn COVID because <laughs> you want to fucking play. Do we have to bring? Do we have to bring that into? Yes, the, I did. The people didn't know anything about having COVID. Anyway, I'm just saying even if I get put in the poon house, you're going to be in the poon house with me. That's the difference. That's the difference. Just put that was the point of that. That's the point. Yes. Um, But I mean, yeah, it was, it was hard for me. Um, I had been by myself for a long time and dealing with other, you know, people off and on. And it just was, I had developed a lot of unhealthy behaviors that quickly when, you're in a relationship that you even you even you don't realize it until then that it's like oh this is not normal like this is not how I should speak to people this is not how I should treat people like didn't even realize it was like 
awful until I got into relationships. So that was hard. Um, communi- I feel like I'm good at communicating certain things, but not my feelings. So that's something I struggle with. And I, I've talked about that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working on my emotional intelligence. Um, so that's difficult because when you're in a relationship, you it, it's not fair to another person for you to just shut them out. Like you, like you can't do that. Like that's, right. that's not fair to them. You wouldn't want them to do it to you. So I think that was, um, that was part of a difficult transition mm-hmm. for me. Um, and then just making space for someone else to fit in your life. Like, we we have we are building a life together like right. and that's a whole thing in itself um like you know we're we're living together now and just figuring out how that fits um yeah. it's not easy especially for both of us who have been single for such a long time it's like now i'm not just responsible for me i'm responsible for how i for someone else's feelings. Like I have to consider someone else in everything that I do. Um, And that's not, it's not an easy transition is all that I'm saying. So I think that that definitely was difficult. And I mean, we're still figuring that out. Ultimately um, we're still blending our lives together and it's beautiful and it's fun and it's scary, but I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be doing it Um, and to be moving into this, this next chapter of Same our relationship. Things. So I think those are things to think about, you know, when you're single and you're wanting to be in a relationship, like those, those are things to keep in mind. This is something I'm going to have to do once I'm in a relationship. Like it's not just me anymore. No, it's not just, it's definitely <laughs> not just yourself. No, it, it's not you. It's a whole nother human being right. out here that you have to consider. Um, so that's it for our Sender deletes this week. Um, we are skipping sound on this week. I know y'all love the sound on segment, but we're still figuring out the sound part of the yeah, sound. I gotta on. get my shit together with that. So we're we're still figuring it out. But that segment will be brought back soon once we get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm exhausted, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, we almost had an hour for this episode anyway, but I'm exhausted. I've been working a lot, and I really would like to take a nap. <laughs> but. I love you all. I love my honey bunnies. And we had to make sure that we brought this episode to y'all and that it was a quality episode, audio, video, combo, out it. So. Yes. yes, we're definitely appreciate. Oh, God. Appreciative. Oh, we'll talk about it. I'm like, huh? Something happened. Uh-uh. I couldn't get my words Oh, out. I thought something. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Time to run. No. Okay. But we definitely appreciate our listeners. I appreciate you, um, and I'm very excited for where this thing is going. So Yeah, me too. All right, so if you are listening to this audio and you want to see our faces, you can head over to our Message 24 YouTube channel. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube but you would like to just hear the audio, our audio can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. So wherever you're listening to your favorite podcast, you can listen to the Message 24 podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram, Message24Pod, to stay updated on all the things that we're doing. So Yes, we're dropping snippets, we're dropping just whatever. <laughs> we we have a lot of stuff, stuff coming that we won't speak on until it's... It's done, but yeah. just know a lot of shit is in the works. It's, it's moving. So if you want to stay up to date with those things, follow us on Instagram. Yes. And 
Um, happy Wednesday. You want me to do my thing? Oh, Lord. It's dance, almost Friday. Dance, the work week dance, is almost over. You your daddy, son. Hey. What? Happy Hunch Wednesday. Happy oh, Wednesday. Uh, you were singing a different song before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Uh,